0: Hey loves, I am back, it has been over a year. Um, I have been on a very, very intensive spiritual journey of healing, studying the art of natural medicines, energy healing, um, trauma release, got all my Reiki certifications and um, finished my practicum, now I'm a teacher trainer. And just, like, learning about the laws of the universe and how it really works and how we are so brainwashed into this whole other paradigm, my paradigm has probably shattered at least five times of how I, th- like, what I thought reality was and how the world works and the universe and whatnot. Um, but I'm going to start with a really vulnerable episode. Um This is about my little man, my puppy, my life. <laughs> Um, I shouldn't say that. I'm releasing attachment to the physical realm. That being said, um, he is very, very important to me and has helped me heal. And we've been through a lot, a lot together. Um, so this is about when he got stolen and how I manifested him back. Um, and it's also on the power of your thoughts. So it's just going to give you a brief illustration of, how we really do create our own reality and I doubted this for so 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 long now there is no doubt in my mind because I've seen too many things come true because of the power of my thoughts the power of my energy I've drawn things to me and I've used this for my greatest good and my detriment at times so the key is learning how to control your thoughts and your energy fields um so basically, I had left him outside on the balcony, tied up, when we went to a sound healing. Um, and this is Saturday night. And I had been traveling with him, and it was becoming a little bit complicated, um, or I don't want to say an issue, but to some people, an issue, because I had a dog. And... um Yeah, so anyways, we went to the sound healing, and I left him there because I didn't want there to be any issues that I was bringing my dog. So we go to this amazing ceremony, like the amazing, amazing spiritual people. We do cacao. We have sound healing. There's drumming, ecstatic dance, and there's two songs left. All of a sudden, I feel my dog getting anxious. We're an hour and a bit away from uh, my friend's house where he was tied up, It's like this small, small community, um, like very safe community. So I thought, but all of a sudden I feel him getting anxious. And and when I say I feel him getting anxious, I'm really connected to my dog. So I don't need to be in the same um, space with him to feel his emotions and his anxiety if I tune in. And I'm like, okay, so we're just going to wait it out for the next two songs because our friend was supposed to give us a ride home. But this woman we met, that's a long story. Um, And I'm there with my other friend. And she said, I'm kind of tired. Do you want to go? And I said, yes, I do. But I don't want to ask so-and-so to leave early, the woman who's supposed to give us a ride. So we waited out. And um, I didn't tell anybody I was anxious with my dog. I just kind of kept it in. And then I went up to the woman who's supposed to take us after. And by now, my dog's been alone for six hours. Um, And the thoughts of him, like, What if he chews his leash because he's chewed through three leashes already (laughs) and escapes and like is running on the road and somebody hits him like it's dark out or what if someone comes and steals him? And as I have these thoughts, they aren't just thoughts that are coming to me. They have emotional charges to them. If if I just thought those thoughts, it wouldn't have been as profound. But anyway, so they're having emotional charges to them. And then the woman was like, oh, yeah, I actually can't leave for a number of hours. Uh, My boyfriend's coming in. By this point, my phone had died. Um, Literally didn't have cash on me. Couldn't call an Uber because my phone's dead. We're, like, in the middle of nowhere. And I don't know how we're going to get home. I freaking broke down after she said that. And I just, like, started crying. And all these thoughts were, like what if my dog is dead, like literally, or what if somebody took him, and I was living through that emotionally, I was living with the fear in my body, Um, fast forward, we end up getting a ride home from a lovely, lovely gentleman, um, which is another story, because I'm really happy for my friend, who's, yeah, anyways, let's not talk about that right now, because she can disclose um, when she's ready, but it ended up being really beautiful of how that turned out with them, Um, meanwhile, I'm, like, crying in the car, having, like, hyperventilating, they're trying to calm me down, and I just can't get these thoughts out of my head and, like, in my body. Anyway, so finally, I calm down. We get there. He's fine. He's very anxious and, like, very, very energetic. I take him for probably an hour and a half walk. It's, like, two in the morning by this time, or by the time we get back. Um, end up going to bed, blah, blah, blah. The next day, uh... I had, I just could not stop crying because during the cacao ceremony, a lot was coming up and being released in my energetic body. And I just could not stop crying. So I went to the pool, tried to work it out. Like like all of the trauma that was coming up that had been stored in my body probably since childhood or who knows, like I don't really know specifically what it was, but it was trauma that was ready to be released because it's holding me back. And usually when this happens, I have like, big emotional releases, it only lasts, like, a couple hours, but this just would not stop, so I'm staying with my friend, and I'm really embarrassed, because I don't want to go back and just, like, ball my eyes out, I didn't tell her that, like, all this trauma was releasing, um, and I felt bad about the night before, because this guy had to go out of his way and drive us, like, an hour, and... I started thinking, wow, it would be so much easier if Opal wasn't here, like, traveling with him is so difficult, he's causing issues for other people, and, um, I'm a burden because of him, and, like, we wouldn't have had to get this guy to drive us, we could have just waited if he wasn't here, and, like, all this stuff had been going through my head the night before, right, oh, there he is barking, Opal, hey, sorry, he sees another dog, um, (laughs) Anyway, so I went to the grocery store and sat outside. I did some shopping, brought him in. It was all fine um, because the place I was staying, you're allowed to bring dogs in the grocery store. Thank goodness. And then I'm sitting outside, like, responding to emails and whatnot, trying to pull myself together. And just, like, this emotion just keeps getting released. And... I have to go back into the grocery store for one more thing. So I leave Opal outside, tied him up. I'm like, sure, he's going to be fine. Anyways, I go and get my thing. I come back out. I'm literally gone for four minutes, and he is gone. Like, he's gone. The leash is gone. I had given him a carrot right before, and um, he, like, half chewed it, and, like, the rest of the carrot was still there, and he was not there. And I, like, lost it because all of this was still stuck in my body, like all the fear from the night before, which I think was part of what I was releasing. And I was in that state. Um, So this is an example of how I literally manifested him getting stolen. I manifested getting him back. Story ends well. But I manifested getting him stolen because of my thoughts. I'm like, what if? Oh my goodness, it would be better if he wasn't here. Or like, it, wouldn't, it would be less of a nuisance. I wouldn't be an issue. And then... Um, or an inconvenience to these people, and then I had, like, experienced it emotionally before the event actually happened, and then, lo and behold, like, the next day it happened, and so, anyways, um, this part isn't really important, I go into the store, I'm, like, grieving, like, I've never grieved before, <sighs> talk to them they call the SPCA which by the way is five minutes away so if the person who took the couple who took my dog actually thought he didn't have a home like they later said then they would have brought him to the SPCA so the cops show up we're looking at the cameras the SPCA didn't SPCA didn't have him um we're trying to find the license plate we can see part of the license plate we saw the couple I don't know how long it was in their time was kind of an illusion at this point, because my emotions were, like, so high, and, um, yeah, we, we got the type of car, but essentially, we couldn't see the full license plate, um, and at this point, I had booked in with a psychic for, this was on a Sunday, um, I don't always trust psychics, because I think everybody has, actually, no everyone has psychic ab- abilities, they are really tuned in, tapped in, um, but for the most part, like, not a lot of people are that tuned in and tapped in and can go into other people's energy fields. Anyway, so there's this one psychic who I know of. She's in the States, and she's helped solve, like, a lot of murder mysteries. She's helped people find dogs and and other pets. Um, she's, like, really, really, really good, but the first appointment for 10 minutes I can get with her is on Tuesday, and so... I say to the cops if I have any more data on on where he went like can I contact you because at this point they're like about ready to leave I'm just like part of me like just does not know what to do like I kind of just like gave up in a way I mean I didn't but like I was just surrendering that is the right word so um they're like oh well no, you can't contact anybody, if we find anything, we'll contact you, so I'm, like, these people, like, really, the people at the store, like, really cared, and the detective was, um, the cops were really nice, that being said, they really didn't care, like, I could sense they really didn't care, and they, they were, like, well, you know, they stole the dog, you did leave him, and I was, like, yeah, okay, now I'm, like, blaming myself, and then I stopped, And I went back to everything that I have learned in the past two years and how, like, my paradigm has shattered and how many miracles I've had in my life, how many manifestations I've had, how many things that I have literally seen in my visions and then they've come true, Um, including getting my dog stolen. Because I saw that. I didn't – it wasn't intentional. It's just, like, it came to my mind and I experienced it in my body the night before this happened. So – but I've had a lot, like – Of really really good ones and so I'm like you know what like this is also my career I do for those of you who don't know I do um Reiki and I do quantum healing and I do manifestation sessions like mixed in with Reiki so I stop myself and I say Jill go back to what you know connect with source or God whatever you want to call it I say God a lot now but source the divine it's all the same thing And I put my hand over my heart and I said, please let this woman feel the shame and the guilt of what she's done. Remind her of karma and how it it really exists. And, and this was the hardest part, if Opal is better off with them or elsewhere, please protect him and let it be so. And then I started crying again, <laughs> and I let it go. And I kid you not, two minutes later, a woman called the store and was like, I I have found this dog, and we didn't know if he belonged to anyone, so we took him, but I'm bringing him back. And I like, I literally couldn't even believe it. I was in so much shock, because also I watch the cameras, and I pick up on energies. And when I saw this couple take my dog, it was, like, a weird energy. Like, it was not a coherent, grounded, loving energy. Like, it was, like, a sketch energy that they had. Um, and then my friend's partner, who came and met me at the grocery store when this was all happening, um, who I'm eternally grateful for, like, really, really, really good person. Um, as soon as he saw her, he was, like, wow, she is, like, I don't I hate to use this word, but, like, a junkie. Anyways... Um, and I'm, I'm not saying that to demean anybody at all. I'm just saying that because like in that mind state that she was in, there's no way she was taking him to protect him. And I had a vision of this, that the night after I got him back, actually, um, it was pretty cool. Um, I don't know if it happened, but he started like barking at them. And like, right after I did that prayer and like got, he has a really intense bark and, got a little bit vicious anyways um yeah so I get him back she brings him and then she goes on and I just I was just so grateful in that moment like I didn't even care that she did that but she said they took him and didn't think he had a home and um then decided to bring him back So, like, if they didn't think that, also, why wouldn't they just bring him to, like, the store managers? Like, I I just don't understand. And she was also clearly watching me before because she saw me give him the carrot. She's like, oh, I thought you were a random person giving your dog a carrot or the dog a carrot and, like, petting him. It was super bizarre. And then she went on to say that he's not microchipped and it's not registered, which he is. So I just know that her story, like, was not legit, but it didn't even matter because I was so grateful for what happened. And now I will never, ever make that mistake of leaving him alone again. Um, Not like that. But this is truly the power that we have. And I can't express enough, like, how many times situations like this have happened. Not necessarily dramatic ones, but just, like, praying when a situation literally seemed impossible and then... It just solved itself. And like the divine, if we are of service to it, him, she, whatever you want to call it, God, like you are so taken care of and so loved. And when you are of service to God, God will take care of you and will give you everything that you desire um, to the level of your belief and your energetics. So, again, when I when he got stolen, it was because of my energy. I was in intense fear. I was having a huge emotional release. I had created this situation in my mind and energy field the night before. And although it didn't happen that time, that night, it happened the next day. Um, so, again, it was a huge, huge, huge lesson for me. And I am eternally grateful. And I will never, ever, ever take him for granted ever again. Um That being said, it's really important to, I think, have examples of these situations, which is why I'm revamping my podcast, to show people, like, what we truly are capable of and that a lot, I don't want to say a lot of people don't want us to know, but there are people who are benefiting off of us not knowing this and not knowing that we can heal our bodies. I've met so many people with, like, cancer, Lyme's disease, Crohn's disease, Hashimoto's, um, being paralyzed, seeing people... That were blind all of a sudden they can see people who were deaf all of a sudden can hear but literally by changing the energy field around their bodies and changing their belief to reflect that they actually are possible of doing that um so the next one is on energy healing and meditation how i healed my eye when i had a ulcer that got super super infected and i could have gone blind um So I will see you guys next time. Thank you for listening. And I love you all so much. God loves you all so much. You can have anything that you truly want in the universe. See you next episode.